And a good evening, soccer fans. Welcome to Ivy Park Sports and Grill. We are back after a two-week Christmas break. I'm Richard Holders, your play-by-play announcer for the Columbus Rapids alongside the general manager for the Columbus Rapids, Warren Fundavestazen. This is Off the Walls Rapids podcast, and it's brought to you by National Audio Visual Services and Pedal Pub. I'm excited about that one, but Warren... How was your uh, Christmas and New Year's? Yeah, Happy New Year's to you, Richard, and um, to our fans out there, to everybody out there. We want to obviously wish you a Happy New Year and hope you have a great 2023. Same for you, Richard. And Thank that you. was a great New Year's. That was a great start to the year. Um, we were fortunate to have our first game, and it was a fantastic performance by both teams. So great start to 2023. Well, before we get into those friendlies that happened at the Columbus Civic Center on the 29th, the last time we spoke, we had a World Cup final that happened. And I got to say, wasn't that the most exciting World Cup final you ever witnessed? Yeah, didn't expect the result. Um, but I think everybody wanted that result. Messi's um, got all his trophies now, and he's, he's the acclaimed hero. So pretty much the greatest final um, ever witnessed in the World Cup so it was it was fantastic to watch and just great for football around the world um, just to have that kind of game nobody has those results in a final so it's like an indoor result so it was fantastic well, we got to talk about the friendlies first of all the pregame festivities you had the fun zone with the bouncy house I mean what was that atmosphere like before the games even started yeah, first of all, thanks to our fans for coming out. We, um, after the event, we found out that that was the most uh, Rapids fans we had in the stadium. So we had a record crowd, a great first start on a holiday um, night um, during, you know, a weekday. So we, we absolutely had a fantastic crowd, first of all. Uh, which really helps everything else take place. So the party zone's a new thing we added. And again, if it wasn't for our sponsors like Pedal Pub coming out there, and we had our inflatables, we had the gaming truck, we had our DJ out there, um, we got great, two great uh, vendors out there in uh, Miss Lemonade Stand, and then we also have uh, Butcher Paper. Uh, from Opelika that is our barbecue sponsor that's also out there so that was a great first event the players came off the bus walked down the tunnel Um, something new we added as well was the the paddle that we sign and everyone signs from our fans to our players and that everyone gets to sign that paddle and uh, be a great memorabilia that we'll keep in store for forever basically so being the announcer in year two and being away from the Rapids for about eight months, it was great just to be back and seeing a lot of familiar faces, but we also see a lot of new faces. So it's nice to see some new fans that the Rapids have acquired in year two. And I'm excited. Uh, Warren, let's go ahead and get right into that first game as the Rapids women's team took on Concord Cord Fire South's all-star team. The game ended in an 8-8 tie, but what were some of the things that impressed you the most about the women's team playing pretty much the local all-star team, the local club team here in Columbus? Yeah, Eric Steinheiser, the girls' director for Concord, um, has created an absolute powerhouse of an, of an organization in Concord out of Columbus. So he has tapped into the community and he's created d1 players and pretty much 
when we were trying to figure out who to play, I reached out to Eric and I was like, we need, we need quality. So he found some of the top B1 players and created this all-star team, um, which was pretty impressive. Um, they had, you know, Bree Conley was there and we had some players from Auburn, um, Alabama. And so it was a great opportunity for our ladies to see exactly what it's going to look like at, in the finals. And this was a, this was a top team. Um, we went down, I think, 3-1. Um, and through that period, our ladies regathered themselves, recouped, and um, by the end of the game, it was an 8-8 game. And towards the end, the last five minutes, we were dominating the game. And if it had probably gone into extra time, we probably could have had a different result. But it's a great first game, not to be an easy game, um, but to be challenging enough to prepare us for what's in store for the season. So it was a great first game to see the new players from Rome join us and other new players and just to get the group together and to see the powerful crew that we're going to have combining Rome and Columbus Rapids. So a great first game. Some of the players that really stood out up at the broadcast booth was the Rome player from last year, Carly Banks. She had a great game. Megan Byers had a nice goal. And we also Carly Smoltz actually came on and, and played a lot of minutes and had a lot of touches and had a great game as well. Is there any other players that stood out in your mind? Yeah, our keepers, you know, Bria always has a great game. Both keepers played well, um, very solid in the back. Our, our goal this season is to play at the back, to be solid with our feet, not just kick balls out and just um, not to be scared and fearful in the back there. But So they really try to do what we did at practice. So that was encouraging to see that even under pressure, the, our goalkeepers controlled everything. So keepers did great. Um, but yeah, both players, you know, Carly is exceptional. It's great. We'll see Olivia is going to come on in a few. And combining her, combining Carly and Olivia up front is going to be an absolute force to be reckoned with. And, you know, just, just for them having the confidence that they can go and attack and be free to attack and know that there's quality players behind them, that they don't have to fear losing the ball because they'll have a support system, um, which was encouraging to see as well uh, from those players. But Now let's talk about the men's team. 11-1 to against Lamento. That first quarter, go up to the 4 nothing lead. Goals by Brandon Cervantes. He had two goals. Braden Wood had an incredible goal. And uh, Chris Mahaffrey had a goal. He the former Atlanta Silverback. And he also had goals from Freddie Zamudio and then uh, one of the players that we're going to see as a guest uh, today is uh, Kyle Kurt mm. and he had a major impact in the game as well but were you surprised of, of the goal scoring that happened with uh, just a great play against a, a team in Lamento to come out and just put up 11 goals against that club? Yeah, Lemeno, again, searching for teams to play. Lemeno is a very strong technical team. And we started off in the first two minutes, and it, I was scared. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, the way they played and possessed, I thought it was going to be a totally different game. Um, but putting our players together and obviously playing uh, the way we did, combining these elite players, um, yeah, it totally changed. And you could see that, we went on to a goal-scoring spree from the beginning, which was unbelievable because you looked at the second quarter and I don't think a goal was scored. No. I think it was still 4-0 after the second quarter. So it just showed the quality of the team that we're up against. 
um, and how we took advantage of our chances. Um, literally, any every shot we took, you know, capitalizing a goal, uh, which is not common, but everyone was just firing on all cylinders. So it was encouraging. It was exciting to see the first game we played last year. We lost 11-1. Um, so it's a great turnaround for the crew. And again, all these new players combined with last year's players, seeing them come together on such short notice um, and just working in the same way. They're very technical and they could showboat and they could act a fool when you're 11-1 up. But our game plan stayed the same the entire way. We didn't change the way we played. We didn't change our style. We didn't change the culture. And we respected the game from the beginning to the end, which is which is an, an, an attribute to the players. You talk about Chris Mahaffey um, and the experience he brings and Kyle as well. We have a lot of experience in the team combined with a lot of youth. Oh, and I forgot to mention uh, Rita Icarin. Had, he had the first yeah. goal. Uh, his touch on the ball is he had a one play yeah. where the, it, the ball didn't even land. <laughs> he, had, he put the touch on it, and then he headed it to his teammate. Yeah. I mean, he's a very special player as well. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's that, it's, it's that technical ability to have on the ball that you can pretty much do with it what you want. We don't just have one or two. We've got a whole conglomeration of 10, 11 players. So that starting six combined with the next five to come in is just, um, that's definitely special. So great first two, two games for both the men and the women's. And one adjustment that you made this year compared to last year is your back line looks a little bit different. I mean, you still have Steven McIntosh, but Freddie Zamudio is now a defender. Mm. He was at goalkeeper last year. I thought Tevin West did a great job as, as a goalkeeper. And uh, Kurt Nuwiki from South Africa, did he had some incredible saves in the beginning. All around, just a great effort. I'm really excited about both the men and women's team this year. And I know we have a couple more weeks until the season gets ready in the NISL. January the 20th will be that first game against the Memphis Americans. That first home game is going to be February the 1st against the Fayetteville Fury at the Columbus Civic Center. And... Uh, Hopefully we, we just get a large crowd there at the Civic Center and, and let's uh, let's break a record. Yeah, well, I feel just with the numbers that we've sold already, uh, we had over a thousand at this past game, and I'm expecting between a thousand five hundred and two thousand fans. So there's no reasons with the support that we have in Columbus that we should be able to break that break that number. So yeah, we're excited to break that two thousand for our first game. And um, obviously love the support from our fans and everything that we have going forward. So it wouldn't be possible without our fans out there. So thank you all uh, for everything you do. And, yeah, we can just pass it off. All right. Well, I think it's time to bring on our first guest, Tuan Darby. He's uh, here to speak about Pedal Pub, one of our sponsors for tonight's show. Tuan, great being on the show. I'm excited to find out more about Pedal Pub and what you guys do. I had to look you up. It, it seems like it's a lot of fun, but just tell the audience out there what exactly is Pedal Pub and, and how can they get that experience? Yeah, if you've never seen Pedal Pub, it's a uh, multi-passenger powered bicycle that up to 15 passengers can get on at one time. And uh, we have uh, two vehicles here in Columbus so we can accommodate up to 30 people. We're located in downtown Columbus in the uptown area, 1200 uh, Broadway. Um, we're excited about the partnership with the Rapids. Uh, we think that um, my daughter plays soccer here with the local team as well. 
and we think it's a great partnership and opportunity for us to have our fans enjoy the Rapids and come out and enjoy some fun riding and leisure activity as well. Now, I was actually in Midtown getting some yogurt at the Freeze Frame Yogurt Shop, and Pedal Pub was just happens to be right there. And I noticed that, and I was like, oh, that looks kind of interesting. It's, it looked like a, a trolley with, like, bicycle, like, on the, like it is like pretty cool and yeah, so it's a cool idea so yeah. if you think about um, multi-passenger bicycles they're all pedal powered and so hence the name pedal pub um, we've been working diligently with the city to add alcohol and things that people may want to enjoy from the spirit standpoint of the bike but we have um, rides for all ages um, whether you can pedal or whether you can't pedal we have spots on the bike that everyone can enjoy um, we operate in uptown columbus and in phoenix city wonderful views from the bike mm. we can go into places that many of the cars can't along the pedestrian bridges and we try to give a good experience last about an hour and a half to two hours that's what i want to ask about is the type of routes how far can you go yeah yeah so um each route as i said last about one and a half to two hours um it depends on the number of passengers we have pedaling um but you know we're going down broadway we're going down front avenue we're going across the state line into Phoenix City and it's Riverwalk. Um, we go about a mile and a half to two miles. Do you think there's a way we could do this on the pedal pump? Possibly, <laughs> if we get no. a camera. Oh, no. <laughs> Great idea. Our production crew said maybe yeah. that might Absolutely be not, yeah. <laughs> I don't think it'd be feasible. But yeah, it's one. Yeah, great having you on the show. Yeah, yeah thanks absolutely. for being a sponsor, man. Yeah. You guys are great. We really appreciate absolutely. you being a sponsor. Thanks for having me. Yeah. All right, Warren, I think it's about that time to bring on our next guest. I'm, I'm super excited about this next guest because I've been waiting. I've been waiting all year to hear the announcement that, that she's going to re-sign with the Rapids for year two. She is the reigning MVP of the NISL, Columbus State's all-time leading goal scorer, the leading goal scorer on the Columbus Rapids last year. Please welcome to the show Rapids forward Olivia Gerald. Oh, man. I, I got to tell you, it is quite an honor. Man. Olivia, th this is not our first rodeo. I've had you on my podcast. Uh, we interviewed, uh, I had you on the, the coaching show last year. Um, you've been on On Your Sidelights podcast with Rex Casillo and Jack Patterson. Yeah. You're, you're very familiar with the spotlight. I mean, you enjoy it. Uh, I, I actually think, you know, being the all-time leading goal scorer for Columbus State and also... Your jersey was a very hot ticket. A lot of, a lot of Olivia Gerald jerseys. I mean, you were clearly the team's best player. Uh, not the result that you wanted last year. You guys lost to Rome in the semifinals. But we're actually getting some Rome players this year. And so what does that mean to you, knowing you're coming to, back to the Rapids for year two, but you got some new teammates like Rome, the former Rome gladiator Carly Banks and then uh, Kaylee O'Connor. I mean, some of the competitors that, that you had to face last year are going to be your teammates this year yeah i think it's a great opportunity it's amazing having these women come in and they'll make great additions to the team i watched the game the other day and i was so impressed i can't wait to get out of that field with them all right so you're not afraid to score goals in fact you were the leading goal scorer for the rapids last year it was really a three-way tie between you carly banks and ashlyn jones uh, but well deserving you won the mvp of the league and, uh, by the way, do you happen to have that trophy with you? <laughs> no, it's back home with my parents. They love to display it. Oh, so. I, wanna, I just want to see what it looks like. Hopefully, maybe 
posted somewhere on social media or something. No, that, that's quite an honor. In year one, the inaugural season for the Columbus Rapids, that you made a tremendous impact, not only for the Columbus Rapids, but in this community. I mean, like I said, you've been on, on your sidelines podcast. I mean, you've been on my show. And just people know exactly who Olivia Gerald was, especially Columbus State. And when you were at Columbus State, did you uh, play for uh, Coach Jay Inlich? Yes, I did. I love playing for Coach Jay. Uh, we, we've had him on the show, too. I think that the amazing run that Columbus State had going to the Final Four, Warren and I and um, Eric had a, a great job calling those games. Like, we had so much fun calling those games. It was just such just an adrenaline. And you know that being an outdoor player and you're also transitioning to the indoor game, to have them go all the way to the Final Four, first of all, more than likely some of those players that play for Columbus State will probably be your teammates. Uh, hopefully we can get them. Uh, but last year we had two players, uh, Maddie Peterson and Maddie DeFranco. They came on midseason. They had a tremendous impact. So what Coach Inledge is doing there, he is really building kind of an unofficial farm system for the Columbus Rapids. Yeah, I mean, great players always come out of there. They know how to recruit. He knows how to coach them well and just strives towards success. So if they're going to come and join the Rapids, then I'm here for it. That's what we need. Now, did any of your teammates that played at Columbus State, like Sidney Vadney, Brianna Rancho, uh, Shiva Razi, did you play with them at Columbus State? Were they your teammates? Um, I played with Bria. She was my goalkeeper for two years, I believe. And then I played a year with Sydney. So. Okay. And while you were playing, and you had, what, 61 goals in the Peach Belt? Or was it, was it 71? I think, I couldn't, I lost count. But yeah, I'm not no, too sure. <laughs> you, were, you were obviously the Peach Belt Player of the Year. Um, had a deep run. I think, what, 2016 is when you guys made it all the way to the championship? Or was it 15? Uh, 2015, that was 15? my freshman year. So yeah. we made it all the way. Yeah, so success really, it stays with you. You built that success. You really built a name for yourself. But i got to ask you, coming from St. Augustine, Florida, how did you end up in Columbus, Georgia? I'm just going to leave that one up to fate. I'm not too sure. Um, I got recruited by them. They were the first person to approach me whenever I was able to. And so I kind of backtracked to Columbus, and I was like, let me visit this town and see what it's about. And I thought it was beautiful, loved the area, nice and small and quaint, but also enough to do here. So. And, of course, when you graduated from Columbus State University, what, in 17 or 18? Was it 2018? Yeah. You left? Okay, so you had a couple of years to, to go back home, to take some time. Do you, you tried out for the Houston Dash. Uh, that was a team in the NWSL, I think. Good. So you, you wanted to be an outdoor player, right? Yeah, for sure. I love the game. But, uh, yeah, so your, your game and the indoor and outdoor kind of interchange. I mean, but... Like, when you train in the off-season, do you, do you play outdoor and indoor? Yeah, absolutely. I will take any opportunity to play wherever, whenever. I just love going out there, getting touches on the ball. All right. Yeah. So, 2021, Columbus Rapids, the city of Columbus is awarded an indoor soccer franchise. You were the first player that was signed. It was, it was clearly a no-brainer coming back to the Fountain City and really having an impact day one. Um, I actually enjoy just calling your games because uh, you're the type of player that not only got touches on your ball, but you actually got your teammates involved as well. And uh, that, that was important. There was a lot of opportunities that you had an opportunity to score, but you gave your teammates a chance to score. And so what does that mean to, to try to just make sure that the, the team 
builds up confidence to try to, to get the win because you, you want to be a winner, but you also just want to make sure that your teammates are successful as well. Yeah, absolutely. I cannot be successful without them. So they like it's vice versa. Like I would, I'd love to in, um, involve them in everything and make sure they get the credit as well because it's not just me on the team. It's not just me out there. It's all of us. And so I wanted to let them know and show them that I do appreciate them and everything that they have and do. January twentieth, that first game against the defending champion, the Memphis Americans, coached by. Corey Adamson. We all know Memphis. Angel Haley won goalkeeper of the year, which I think Bria, Bria Riancho should have. Like she had a she had a better save percentage, but you know Memphis yeah. has got some great defensive players. Lauren Odino drawn. Um, you have uh, Ashlyn Jones, which was the leading goal scorer for, um, and then uh, Kristen Sparks. I mean, they got a lot of great players. I, I don't know who's coming back for Memphis, but I mean, your team is a little bit different. But that first road game, I mean, what are you expecting facing the the Memphis team coming out the gate, That the team that, that you lost to start the season last year? Yeah, I mean, I have high expectations from both sides. We are both, like, very competitive. It's always a rough game, but it's always a good game, so it should be very exciting, and I'm looking forward to it. All right, and then we got to talk about February the 1st, back at the Columbus Civic Center against the Fayetteville Fury and they still have same, pretty much the same players coming back. I mean, Anna Boda, uh, uh, Wisner, I think uh, Stephanie Quantanilla is coming back. Their goalkeeper, Mayar Elglioshi, is coming back. And you guys were able to, I mean, you lost to Fayetteville that first game, but you were able to beat Fayetteville on the road last year, which was very impressive. Uh, they finished fourth in the NISL, but... Fayetteville is one of those teams that you can't take lightly because they were always competitive, always in the games with you guys, but finishing third and taking on Fayetteville. And then, I mean, what are you looking forward to seeing Fayetteville? Um, just that same competitive nature. They are scrappy, and so they never give up no matter what it is. They've got some good defensive players as well. That definitely gives us a challenge. All right, before I let you go, Olivia, we got two new expansion teams from your neck of the woods, uh, Tampa Bay Strikers and the Central Florida Crusaders. And it's really the biggest unknown. We have no idea what those teams are going to be. It looks like, it looks like on paper, the Tampa Bay Strikers is like, you know, getting players from the University of Central, uh, South Florida. I keep going, getting those mixed up. And then this, the Central Florida Crusaders are getting players from Central Florida. You're from Florida. I mean, you know the soccer talents down there. What type of teams do you think that Tampa Bay and Central Florida are going to field? Um, I think they're going to be really good teams. I think they're going to be technical, and they're going to have confidence on the ball. And so I think they'll have depth in their numbers, so we need to watch out for them. I definitely think that. Olivia, it is great having you here on the Off the Walls Rapids podcast. Good luck this season. I cannot wait to see you back for year two, and it should be a fun season. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait. All right, thanks. Thank you so much. All right, that was Olivia Gerald, the reigning 2022 NISL MVP and leading goal scorer for the Columbus Rapids last year. I am so excited about my next guest because he is a new player to the Columbus Rapids, comes to us from South Africa, and uh, one of the most dynamic players that has a lot of experience, Kyle Court. I hope I got that right. All right, Kyle. 
And you also won the prize for the trivia. Oh, man. But since I got you on here, it's time for the second trivia question. All right? Everybody listen up. We're going to have the second trivia question. Those of you that are watching us on Facebook Live, you could chime in. And if you answer it, you could pick up your prize at a later time. All right. Can you name the NISL team that Columbus Rapids players, Carly Banks and Kevin Herrera, used to play for last season? What was the NISL team? Anybody? What I hear? Rome? Rome what? Yeah, they're out of Rome, Georgia. What was their nickname? The Rome Gladiators. Yes. How are you going to go into that first game, January the 20th, against the Memphis Americans? They got a very tough team. But what are you looking forward to with that matchup against Memphis? Obviously, uh, your first game is an important game, so we're going to have to prepare well come preseason for that match. I mean, I just heard now that the second. So it's going to be a tough game, not an easy game. And we're playing away from home. But all I'm looking forward to is coming back home with three points, uh, going there and winning. I think... Uh, that's a must win for us. Uh, it's going to set the tone for this, the rest of the season. So, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. I was very impressed with the turnaround with the men's team to put up 11 goals. Uh, last year, it got off to a very slow start, losing to Memphis 6-1, uh, to one, losing to Fayetteville 11-1, and then losing to Memphis 10 nothing. The first three games were rough. But they ended up figuring it out. There was a lot of signings midseason, like a Thomas Eskew, like a Juan Morales, a Devontae Mitchell, that really made tremendous impacts. I really am excited about this year because you got to have a lot of depth on your team. You have Freddie Zamudio, who was a goalkeeper last year, now being a defender. And then you also have Steven McIntosh in the back line. I think your back line is going to be strong. That defense is really going to not concede a lot of goals. And plus, you, you, you got your goalkeeper over there making outstanding saves. I'm really excited about this season uh, but let's talk about that first game at the columbus civic center february 1st taking on the defending champion the fanville fury you know they have a player named nate brady who uh, he just has amazing touches on the ball he had a play last year where it hit the yellow line and then he pretty much kept it in midair and then and scored a goal without it bouncing on the ground it was like it was like a must-see play they have fanville has a lot of depth i think it's going to be strength on strength when you play fanville but I also feel, I mean, they're not really surprising anybody. They're getting the same players from last season. But, I mean, you guys have come out the gate strong. I expect I expect just just competitive indoor soccer from the Rapids this year. And I know that uh, Fayetteville has got to be one of those teams that you guys have talked about because they have a target on their back, because they are the defending champions. But we also have some unknowns with the Tampa Bay Strikers and the Central Florida Crusaders. But it should be a fun league, and I'm really excited, Kurt, that you are a part of the Columbus Rapids family here in year two. But really, what are you looking forward to about that first home opener at the Columbus Civic Center? Uh, going guns blazing into the game. Uh, obviously, our first home game is the most important one. We want our fans to come in their numbers to support us. I mean, they are what keeps the train moving and keeps us moving on the field. So we look forward to having the stadium 
with much more people than our friendly match. And we're looking to give them a good show, uh, obviously, to win the game. That's the most important thing, and just to go out there and do what, do what we do best. I mean, football is one language, so we're definitely looking to win that game. Well, it has been said that I've heard that the Columbus Rapids have the best fans in the NISL. And I'm sure people on Facebook and YouTube would agree with me. I'll agree with that. Absolutely. Uh, we had a, we had 1,000 fans at the Friendly. Uh, we expect to have at least 1,500 to 2,000 fans at our home opener. We also even have a triple header in March where we're taking on Memphis back-to-back, -back, and then we're taking on Tampa Bay. Uh, I remember last year we had a... We had a, a a three game series, three soccer matches in three days. That was so incredible. Uh, but I know that you guys have so much depth that you got not even worried about fatigue or traveling on the road. I think you guys are going to do just fine on the road. But I think it's important that you have that depth that in the indoor game you can have multiple line changes. And uh, I know a player like you, a player like Rita, you, you don't get tired at all, right? No. Of course not. We don't get tired. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. we just know how to uh, control the game. Uh, yeah, when we do get tired, we have our break and we come back in. But yeah, we're not looking to get tired. We're looking to play as much as we can and enjoy as much as we can and win as much as we can. Most definitely going forward. So yeah, I'm excited for the season, up and coming season. I can't wait to get started. And it's good to have depth. Uh, it's good to really have depth in your team, knowing that uh, you can change like for like. So, yeah, that plays an important role in our team, especially when we play these back-to-back -back games. Oh, yeah, those back-to-back -back games are tough, even for the announcers. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, we do have time for one more trivia question, you know, before we wrap this show up. Uh, this is, this is going to be a tough one, especially, you know, if you're not familiar with soccer here in the Fountain City. Uh, I don't know, maybe some of the people that are watching us on YouTube. So, you know, the club team here in Columbus is called Concord Fire South. That's the team that the women's team played. Um, and they're, they're playing their all-star team. But can anybody name what the club team used to be called here in Columbus? Before Concord Fire South. Is there anybody that knows what the club team was called before it was called Concord? Yes. It was called the Columbus Red Star, and Brittany Conway has won the trivia. Come get your prize. Brittany Conway, and hopefully your Seahawks make the playoffs. Anyway, she's from Seattle. Watched it. She's been a guest on the show, and nice. you know, a big Seattle Sounders fan in the MLS. Okay, I wonder uh, she got it right. Do you, do you have a favorite club team? Like, what what is your club team? Because right now, Paris Saint Germain is like they're getting all the headlines right now because me, Atlanta United. That's a good one. Yes, Atlanta United. No, 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 no. You like Atlanta uh, United? My favorite club team is Barcelona. Barcelona. Okay. Yeah. Now, I, at the moment it's I have a fan, I mean, I have a friend who's a Real Madrid fan. Don't hold that against him. I know that that's, that's got to be, is that, the, is that the greatest rivalry in all sports? Yeah, I would say so. Big, big, bigger than Michigan and Ohio State? I think bigger. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or Alabama and Auburn? <laughs> of course. Barcelona and Real Madrid, it's just a, it's just a game that you can't miss. 
I'm actually learning as much as I can about. I'm a big fan of the MLS, but I'm really starting to to watch uh, Premier League and, and all the the leagues overseas as well because uh, you know it's it's important. You know, all these players that we saw in the World Cup, yeah. you know, they they have club teams and they're they're doing great. And I really I love Kylian Mbappe. I think he's going to be a star for the next decade. Probably could be the greatest soccer player of all time one of these days. The greatest, I'm not sure. Uh, well, it, it really a, a tribute to Pele, you know, who, who did pass away. Yeah. Um, but he, I think, yeah, there's. I don't think anything will top Messi. Now Messi is he's got he's now another, that he's got the World Cup final. He's on another level. He's on another level, but. Uh, but uh, yeah, Mbappe looks bright for the future. But yeah, and we we did lose a soccer giant earlier last year. Pele yeah. um, really paved the way. Uh, King of football. He, well, they dictate him the artist of the beautiful game. Yeah, the three World is. Cup titles. I don't think. Uh, I don't think anyone will win three World Cup. Titles. I don't think either. Yeah. yeah. I don't think that's gonna ever happen again. Mbappe got close to getting two. Yes. At, at age 23, that would have been that would have been something. Yeah, that would have been something. I tell you, Kurt is man. I've had fun just chatting with you me about too. soccer. Thanks I'm, for having me. I'm really looking forward to seeing you out on the pitch this year. That first game, February the 1st, I'll be watching on YouTube that first game, January the 20th against Memphis. Uh, we got to get some payback for that playoff loss to the Memphis Americans last year. I'm telling yeah, I'm you. looking forward to playing. No, man, I, I, got, I got a lot of love for Corey Adamson. We're, we're friends on Facebook. He's, yeah. I have so much respect for Corey Adamson. He is a great indoor soccer player. But you got to kind of have that rivalry between Memphis and Columbus. There's, there's, a, there's really a respect for Memphis I'm new to and, it, so and what they've done. You'll, about it, you'll get to know get to the know. Memphis Americans, yeah. the Fayetteville Fury. I mean, they we, we have a mutual respect for those teams. Yeah. And then we'll get to know Tampa Bay and Central Florida as well. 100%. But absolutely. All right, that was uh, Columbus Rapids uh, forward slash midfielder Kyle Court. I'm so glad I got that right. Thank you so much for joining us here Thank on you. the show. All right, I'm going to try to get Warren Fundavestasian back here on. Let's wrap this thing up, Warren. All right, let's do it. We've had a great show. I'm just excited to be back after taking a two-week break. Love it. Um, had a great time just getting to know our sponsor, Pedal Pub. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Tuan Darby, just for being on the show. Thank you, Olivia. And thank you, Kyle. Uh, Warren, did you have any final thoughts? Final thoughts before we close. Yeah, thanks, Richard, again. Um, we were just talking now with Antoine and talking about Pedal Pub and our future and just talking about the culture and what we're trying to create. And just from our production crew here, Lee Snow, Matt, Mike, just everyone here, it's just basically taking it to the next level. So from you representing us to our production crew out here at Ivy Park, um, everybody involved is really trying to take it to the next level. Whatever that next level is, um, we're just trying to be better, um, represent Columbus in the best way we can. Um, so it's really exciting going forward just to be out here with you and all our good fans and people um, in this environment. So, yeah, I'm excited for what's about to happen and obviously for our first home game, February 1st. And I'm excited. We should have a lot of fans there. The word is getting out. If people didn't know about the Columbus Rapids now, you were on WRBL promoting the Rapids. I got on 92.1. Yep. Uh, Sports Visions promoted the Rapids. We also had uh, the billboards just everywhere. I saw the billboard up on Macon yeah. Road. 
And, and people are talking about the Rapids. I was very impressed with that first friendly. We should have a lot of fans out there February 1st. Absolutely. Yeah, we're excited. So, vamos Rapids. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Uh, let's go ahead and close this out. The first show of 2023. I just want to wish you a happy new year. Glad to be back. And uh, like I said, thank, thank Lee Snow, our production team, Matt Jones, uh, just doing a, a phenomenal job. None of this could be possible without your brilliant technical skills with all of this uh, incredible equipment and uh, getting it up on social media as well. We've had a lot of views and just a, a lot of people are watching this show and we really uh, appreciate all the support. Yeah, another addition I didn't even think about was Threadmob has pretty much taken over our merchandise at the games. Okay. Um, again, and you talk about next level, it just, it just makes certain that our product's out there. Anytime somebody goes to purchase something, they're going to get the product. They're going to get whatever product they want. Um, so, again, it's making certain that once we get the people there, that now they can go and find our rapid shirts, they can find our jerseys. Um, and they're just, again, they're, it's such a great organization that partnered with us. Um, I just thought about that, and that's something new that we've added this year as well that, um, again, represents us so well in getting our product out there. So. And you can purchase the merchandise for Columbus Rapids at ColumbusRapids.com. And also, there's a booth at the Columbus Civic Center yep. that you can, you can purchase merchandise as well. And uh, definitely the scarf is very popular. Yeah. Um, that, that's one of those. Uh, if you're a soccer fan, like I saw the scarf a lot when Atlanta United was playing. And, and that was just a, a huge popular item. A lot of people wear scarves at, at the Civic Center. and. And really, you guys just have a great product, and I'm really blessed to be a part of it, Absolutely. be a part of the broadcast on uh, YouTube and, and CTV Beam and the, the Columbus Rapids YouTube channel, and the, and soon the NISL's YouTube channel as well. That that first game, uh, February the 1st, will be broadcast on the NISL YouTube channel. I cannot wait against the Fayetteville Fury, but I will sit back and I will watch that first game January the 20th against the Memphis Americans. And uh, I got to say, that that's the game I'm really looking forward to just because they're our rival. I mean, yep. Memphis is really the team to beat. I know Fayetteville won the championship for the men, but it feels like there's just that mutual respect. I mean, it's not it's not a hatred towards Memphis. It's yeah. just Memphis has been, like, the standard of the NISL because they've been around the longest. They were around in the 1980s, and they were really the first – team in, in, the, in the franchise and so we're we're kind of looking up to memphis to, to try to see if we can knock them off the totem pole yeah it's a new era so we're prepared we've um we've done what we needed to do off season and now we're ready to start it so thank you so much rich i appreciate you man absolutely well that'll do it for us i hope that everybody had a great rest of your night we will see you back next week You are listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge, broadcasted on WQEE 99.1 FM The Key from 2 to 3 p.m. Monday through Friday. This is a local podcast that covers Columbus sports and beyond. If you would like to hear more of this podcast, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And I hope you have a great rest of your day.